0: Yo, 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 it's your boy, EJ Smith, and this is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast where we talk about sports such as soccer, UFC, and everything going on in your day-to-day lives from breakfast to dinner. UFC 254, it was an amazing event from start to finish, from prelims to the main event, let me tell you something. And let's start off with our first fight, Alvarez versus Yokolev. Alvarez let himself get taken down because he's really good in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And then he went straight for the armbar and took it. That was an amazing job by him. He got the win. He's moving up in the I think lightweight division. He goes to eighteen and two. Then you have our next fight, Maverick versus Joja. This was Miranda Maverick's debut. I don't know what I don't know what affiliation she was with, but Let me tell you something. She is scary in this women's flyweight division. They were in the middle of the, they were in the center of the octagon. And I think Joja got her up against the cage and they, she pushed off a little bit. They broke up and hit her with them. Let me tell you something. Maverick hit Joja with a mean elbow. Like and then it was a downward elbow too. It wasn't like an a upward elbow, side elbow. No, it was a downward elbow, splitter open. And unfortunately, it was a doctor stoppage. But I, I saw that nose and it was all busted up. It was all busted up. Shout out! Shout out to Maverick. She's gonna. She's gonna be do really well in this division. And then we have Sam Alvey versus De Un Jung. This one in a draw. Uh, and I saw, actually, I actually saw it as a draw, um, two people just just going in there and banging heads, just wanting to fight, there was a lot of good shots that Jung hit, there's a lot of good shots that Alvy hit, um, <laughs> they both dropped, Sam hit him with a good hook, I think in the second round, I believe, and dropped him, and same with, Jumped and hit him with a few elbows, actually, and had Sam Alby wobbled. But nonetheless, it was a draw. Then we have Alex Oliveira, Cowboy Oliveira at that, versus Rachmaninoff. Oliveira is a really good opponent on on his feet. I I knew nothing about Rachmanoff because it was his debut. Um, but obviously, he got the win, man. I was looking at it, and... He had Oliveira wobbled. He had him. He had him stunned. He hit him with a straight right, and then he backed. He Oliveira backed up and bounced off the cage. And then after he bounced off off the cage, Rockmanov hit him with a knee. And then I I think that's all she wrote. He dropped down. Rockmanov attacked him, and then went for the submission. And I think it was yeah, it was a guillotine. He went for the guillotine. Um. That was his debut. So shot to him, he goes 13-0 in the welterweight division. He's going to be a problem. He's from Kazakhstan. Problem. Now this next fight, Nathaniel Woodley versus Casey Kinney. This fight, I honestly wanted Casey Kinney to win, and he did. He won unanimous decision. Surprisingly, though, because I thought Nathaniel Wood worked his jab really well. I thought he worked the jab really well. He was moving his feet, getting some good shots in, but... I mean, I guess that wasn't enough in the judge's eyes, man. Uh, Casey Kinney kept coming forward, kept pushing, and I, I, I just think he got a takedown, at least one. I think he got one takedown, but again, really nice on Kinney, man. Um, and that was a catchweight. I forgot the catchweight, what weight, what wait, what, wait, what weight it was. But then we have our next fight: Stefan Struve, the Tower, the tall man, versus Ty Tavasa amazing fight it was literally the giant versus the little boy he's not a little boy he's a big boy but you know what i mean um tavasa had struve up against the cage and was throwing bombs i thought it was hitting his shoulders; but it was actually connecting and then i think it was in the second round i believe no, I'm sorry. It was the first round. Now I'm recollecting Recollecting, it was the first round. Hit him with the uppercut. Boom, dropped like a sack of potatoes. And that was done. And, and what was funny was Tavasa jumped over the cage. You know, the official like, hey, 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 stop. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Don't go over, don't go over. This man, I think he was talking to his friend or his uh, coach or whoever that was sitting across the way just watching. He said, hey, give me a shoe. Okay, I got the shoe. Now, where's the beer? You know he's an Aussie, <clears throat> or I think he's New Zealand, but you know they do the shoeies. You know they put the beer in the shoe and drink it, or put the beer in the boot and drink it. That's that's what they do out there, man. That's what they do. So, hey, there was no beer. They, he got the shoe, but there was no beer, but shout out to him for the, the clean uppercut against Drew to drop him for the TKO slash knockout. Um, then there was another fight. I can't pronounce this name. You guys know I'm horrible at names, guys, but I'm gonna try it. Oh, this is easy. I got it. Ankolov. Ooh, no, this is hard. This second one. It was Ankolov versus Kudabala. Ooh, I'm good at it again. I'm amazing. So um, this fight was pretty nice. So the first fight was a TKO, and Ankolov got the got the win on that. Uh, Kabuta. Uh, <laughs> Catabella, he was playing possum a little bit, like acting like he was, you know, hurt and stumbled, and then he tried to fight again, and the referee waited, he said, no, 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 weird. So, you know, Kutabala was definitely mad about that. But this fight coming around, so they got a rematch. This fight coming around, this second fight. And Koloff showed why he deserves to be in this division, knocked him out clean, swept him off his feet, a clean right hook, followed by a left straight, gone, knocked out. Night, night. And then after that, Lauren Murphy versus Leela Shapovala. Murphy is showing her dominance in this flyweight division. She's another person that I'm, I'm I got my eye on. I think it was a submission, and I, I honestly think it was uh, a rear a choke. So unfortunate. Uh Murphy Murphy is just so dominant on the ground, man. She's just so strong. She got the takedown. Uh Sherpova gave up willingly gave up her back because she just couldn't take the strikes up top. I think I think uh Murphy mounted her and she was just hitting her, hitting her, just landing blow after blow after blow. And then yeah, Shepova gave for her back and then that was it. Then we have our next fight, Philip Hawes versus Mankinon. Hawes is a freaking beast. It's always with these right hooks with this guy. It's always, well, honestly, I think it was his debut, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look at that again, but I'm going to have to look at the tape. But let me tell you something, 18 seconds in the first round. Sleepy, sleep, night, night. Haws is a problem. Hit him with a straight right, was gone. One punch knockout, amazing. And then we go to Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. I really wanted Walt Harris to win because of his um, late uh, daughter that you know passed away in that situation. Um, but you know, think didn't didn't happen the way it wanted the way I wanted to or the way he he wanted to. Um, Volkanov knocked him out. Uh, it was a TKO, and it was crazy because they are both pretty good on their feet. But Volkanov, man, he's just tall and he's strong, and he hit him with a front leg kick. But the here's the thing, guys: the leg kick hit him in the diaphragm. Under so if you if you if you feel on your on your on your torso. The diaphragm is a little bit under, like your ribs, in the center though, in the center under your ribs, and he hit him right there. And let me tell you something, I've never got hit there, but if you do get hit there, it just takes the wind out of you. I'm pretty sure. And as soon as he got hit, he was just holding his stomach, hoarding and holding his torso, and then you know Volkanov was just raining punches down. You know. Then we have our co-main event. Of that evening. Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. Robert Whitaker looked amazing. His jab looked clean. He was just hitting Cannonier with that left jab. And, and uh, I don't know why he didn't switch stances. But here's it, it the thing. I see why he didn't switch stances actually. Because when he did switch stances, Whitaker was going for that right... Um, uh, roundhouse kick and he was con- he was connecting and there was actually one kick in the first round where he kicked him and I was watching an interview he said he hurt his foot Whitaker said he hurt his foot when he kicked him you hurt your foot because you broke Mr. Cannonier's forearm you didn't just hurt it it wasn't swelling you broke his forearm you chipped it or something something happened 'Cause he wasn't really he wasn't really guarding it when the fight continued. But um I know Whitaker wanted to put Kennedy away, but that didn't happen. He just wanted to show the best version of him. He said, Okay. He wanted to say, Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. That's what he wanted to do. Um Whitaker is he's going back to it's gonna be a rematch out of Sion versus Whitaker. Uh, well I hope hopefully it is, you know, unless out of sign, it doesn't go up to, you know, like heavyweight. Let's just get the rematch in first. Let's get the rematch, okay? But yeah, Whitaker, nonetheless, Whitaker looked really good. He was very sharp tonight. Amazing. And then we have our main event of the evening. Habib, the Mega Manoff versus Justin Gaethje. My heart said Gaethje. My mind said Habib. That fight. With pure dominance by Habib Nurmagomedov. He's definitely showcased why he is the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, in my opinion. So dominant, so aggressive. And for somebody like Gaethje that's really good on on their feet, he's amazing on his feet. Habib was just putting the pressure on him, putting the pressure on him. He Habib Nurmagomedov, did not respect Gaethje's power. He did not respect his striking game. He really didn't. For the first it was a, it was two minutes of them filling each other out. But after that, he just didn't care. He said, Look, I don't respect you. I really don't. I can I can stand up with you and I'm gonna take you down. That's what he did. In the first round, he tried to go for uh an arm bar. He tried to go for an armbar, didn't get it. It literally it was the last ten seconds. And um and that's, and that last 10 seconds was, you know, Justin Gaethje literally, but well, before that he was literally on the ground, you know, could be raining punches down on him, you know, just hitting him with lefts and I'm surprised he didn't put him in a Dagestani handcuff. That's when you, uh, grab it. That's when you have your arm. So put your, put your arm behind your back, right? And... And that's when you have somebody grab your hand and pull it. And he was just raining down punches. But he didn't do that. I'm surprised he didn't do it. But again, he tried the armbar in the first round, didn't get it. Second round comes in. Again, not respecting Gaethje at all, you know, standing up with him. And then when he felt comfortable with the takedown, he got it. And then instead of the arm bar, he tried the armbar again, actually. And then he, uh, transitioned that into a, uh, triangle choke and he got the win. Um, that was Habib's final fight. He is retired. My thoughts on that is I think that's, um, it's kind of sad. It's kind of bittersweet, you know, cause I wish he would have gone 30, you know, um, maybe one more fight, but I understand his reasoning. Um, his father passed away and, uh, and he's, his father has always been in his corner since he was little. And I understand that, you know? So, um, kudos to Habib Nurmagomedov for winning and literally being the best lightweight of all time. Um, I heard rumors that he wants to go back as a coach, but, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I think he should stay retired at that point. Don't be like Henry Cejudo and retire and then want to go back out of retirement. No, when you retire, man, just stay out, man. Just stay out. You're good. You you know you're the best. He knows he's the best. So that's that. Um now what's going to become of this vacant lightweight title? It's going to be interesting. You got a few guys in mind. You have Michael Chandler, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. I would say Justin Gage, but he just lost, so we're going to take him out. Um uh Charles Oliveira, Paul Felder. Um, am I missing somebody? I feel like I'm. Mi- I feel like I'm missing a lot here. Michael Chandler, Connor, Dustin Poirier. Oh, Dan Hooker. Yeah. So Dan Hooker, Charles Oliveira, Paul Felder, Paul Felder. All those guys, man. If if I was dated, man, I'd I just do a I just do a, a Grand Prix, man. I just do a tournament, honestly. But uh. Dana White's not gonna do that. He's deaf, in my opinion. I think they should do Dustin versus Connor for the lightweight title for the belt. God, I no! I heard I heard rumors that they were gonna fight, but why not make it for the belt? You know, why not? Just let it happen, and then maybe I think Michael Chandler versus Oliveira, maybe. Or maybe even do another one would probably be good with Gagey versus Dan Hooker. You yeah, know, but you you it's 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 gonna be interesting. Dan and White and his team have a lot to think about about moving forward about this uh vacant lightweight title. It's gonna be really good. So um but yeah, those are my thoughts, man. That's what happened at UFC two fifty four, man. Amazing again from start to finish. Habib is retired. And, uh, oh, and here's another thing that that is interesting. He broke his foot weeks before this fight, Habib Nurmagomedov. And he didn't tell a soul. And he looked amazing. That's crazy. How do you break your feet? How do you, how do you break your foot four weeks before a main fight, your title fight at that? Don't tell anybody and still you're still dominant. How does that work? How? That's, that's just resiliency and greatness. That's what that is. Resilience and greatness. But that's all I got for you guys, man. I'm your host, EJ Smith. This is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. Peace.